0: Well, somebody we will talk to right now and in the very near future as well. As always, our guy, Mark Trumheller from Yahoo Sportsbook, who I'm very much looking forward to meeting this Sunday, by the way, when he stops by MGM National Harbor. I look nice. forward to that, Mark, but also looking forward to our chat as well. How are you today?
1: I'm doing good. Doing good. You know, it was a fun weekend in the NFL. Always, you know, a couple surprises out there, but I was happy to see, you know, my Eagles. Um, show a little grit, you know, face a little adversity and come back and get the W. So, you know, things are going well as we're rolling into, you know, the uh, past the quarter pole of the season.
0: Man, your Eagles, they are rolling. Obviously, the only undefeated team left in football, 4 0. They're on the road in Arizona this week, laying 5.5. The total, 48.5. Do you worry about a look ahead spot at all with Dallas next week? Do you think there's value on Arizona here, plus 5.5?
1: I actually do. I mean, I'm probably not going to go as far as to bet Arizona just because they're a tough team to trust right now with, like, Kingsbury. and You know, just how inconsistent they are, even within the game. Like, first half, second half, they look like two different teams. Um, but I do think that it is a possible let-down spot for the Eagles. I was Like I said, I was on the Eagles. I laid the six-and-a-half immediately. I thought that was a good spot last week. But, you know, this week, traveling out to Arizona – um, I think it could get tricky there. So it's probably a game that I'm going to lay off on.
2: You're going to stay away from that one. My goodness. We were talking to Ryan last night, noted Packer fan, and he loves the Packers in this spot at minus 7.5. PJ got a little bit of a show bet, likes the Giants in this spot, especially considering they're now up to 8, 8.5. What do you think about this matchup on a neutral field in London? Who knows what quarterback for the Giants is going to play? They're talking about working out Davis Webb mm. or not Davis Webb, uh, Jake Fromm that they're working yeah, could out. Be working
0: out Mark Drumheller,
2: for Mark, all we know. Mark, <laughs> working out you. Who knows? So, uh, do you have a play in this game? That anything that you like?
1: No, not necessarily. I mean, I, I would not. It's tough because you look at the Packers, and you know the big issue with them is you know are they going to score enough to, to win with margins? You know, in that type of environment, and you know against the Giants' defense that you know, might be able to give them a little bit of trouble. But I, I think the problem is is with the quarterback uncertainty with the Giants, it's, you know, how do you back them, you know, in, in this game? So it's really like two teams that are in roles that, you know, aren't really exciting. Now, if, if we get some news on the and it's not Jake Fromm, you know, for the Giants and, you know, maybe they could do something. But I've seen enough of Jake Fromm at the NFL level to know that that's probably not where I want to invest my money. But Green Bay right now just – It's a little concerning. And for the first time this season, like after last week, even though they got out of the game with a victory, I'm not so sure that they're going to be the Packers that we're used to going forward. Like I was kind of on the, you know, Aaron Rodgers relaxed train. Like we've seen this before, but I'm not sure we've seen this before. Like this offense looks like it's in a lot of trouble.
0: Yeah. And Green Bay's never done the London trip before. So that also concerns me laying eight and a half points. But Mark, one bet I do love this week is Pittsburgh plus 14 against the Bills. Bills have probably the biggest look-ahead spot that any team will have all year with Kansas City coming up next week. I like the fact that Pickett is starting for Pittsburgh. You're getting two touchdowns. You're getting a key number. If you had to play the game, if you did play the game, would you take Pittsburgh plus 14?
1: I would. I mean, I wouldn't lay the 14 with Buffalo. And listen, everybody knows Buffalo can beat anybody with margin, right? They beat the Titans like gazillion to seven, you know, already this season, but this is a spot where Tomlin typically shows up. Like, you remember, I think it was last year, week one, you know, they, they had the upset win against Buffalo, um, and, you know, he's he's been good as an underdog. But, like, the two touchdowns getting, you know, the 14 here, I think it's a lot. I mean, I was surprised to see it move that quickly in that direction. Um, obviously, you know, Pittsburgh's a team that I was down on coming into the season, and, and obviously they're showing that, you know, that they're going to – you know, really put Mike Tomlin's streak to the test this year, right? But, um, you know, I think getting Pickett in there is going to help, you know, maybe to get a little bit of a spark, a one-week spark on offense. I mean, long-term, they don't have the offensive line to really, you know, uh, put him in a a good position. But I think in a one-week spot, getting 14 points, they're probably the side here.
2: What about in this Detroit Lions-New England Patriots game? It feels like a really sort of a stinky game. But Detroit's been putting up a ton of points. Bailey Zappi looked pretty good in in moments, like shining little moments of brightness. A total here is forty six and a half, which I feel is kind of low. Do would you do anything in this game?
1: Yeah, so I actually I have something out on this game tomorrow, and it's for Yahoo, and it's it is the total, and it is the over. So the Lions. You know, they were must-see TV in August and they're must-see TV now because they score the most points and they let up the most points. You know, they average scoring 35 points per game. You know, who are these Lions, right? Jared Goff's the quarterback, and then they average letting up more, right, 35.3. So um, you get that. And so this is a situation now where they're playing, um, you know, a, a, a New England offense that would probably struggle against most defenses, whether it's Bailey Zappi or Brian Hoyer. Um, but the thing is, is, you know, the Lions defense, especially against the run, you know, is atrocious, dead last in the league, defensive DVOA against the run. So that gives the Patriots what they want, right? They want to be able to run the ball. They want to be able to take the pressure off Hoyer or Zappy, whoever it is. You know, I hope it's Zappy. I had a lot of fun betting it was Western Kentucky over. So, you know, he's a guy who's brought me a lot of money. And I, I think that. You know, this is just a game that's going to be, again, a lot of points in this matchup. Like, I think, you know, Lions are going to be able to score here against New England. New England, surprisingly, like you think Belichick, you think tough defense, but they've been one of the worst red zone defenses in the NFL this year. So, you know, Detroit's going to get seven. They're going to put pressure on New England to keep scoring. So I definitely see this one soaring over the total um, the Lions, you know, like I said, over every week, and I think that's going to continue this week. I think I agree with you. I think this number is a little bit low.
0: Yeah, blind betting Lions over is looking like the way to go this season. Mark, I'm going to combine college football with NFL. We got two Tennessee teams this week with some stinky lines. We got the Vols in Death Valley against LSU lane three, and we have the Titans minus two in Washington this weekend. Between the two Tennessee teams, if you had to pick one of them to lay the points with, who would you take?
1: Ooh, I mean, I would parlay them both to be honest okay. with you. I mean, I, I already wrote up um, like the <laughs> earlier this week, and I think that they're in a great spot here against, you know, you see they, they got the running game going against the commander's defense and, you know, the commanders, the wheels are falling off, right? You know, Carson Wentz starting to continue his spiral. And I really like what Tennessee has up front with their defensive line acquisition of Denico Autry. Um has been huge. He had two sacks, forced fumble last week, and, you know, all the commanders do is let Carson Wentz get creamed back there, so I think we're going to see more of that. They were able to kind of shut down the running game um, against the Colts. You know, if they do that here against Washington, again, Washington's going to have to rely on Carson Wentz to win the game. I don't see that happening, so I did take the two and a half on the short number uh, with the Titans, and I'm probably going to take the short number here against LSU with the Vols as well. I mean, I think that Hendon Hooker is, you know, probably a dark horse Heisman candidate. You know, Heupel's offense is going to score points, and LSU's offense has just not been it this year. Um, and I really don't have any confidence in them being able to keep up with Tennessee. I know it's a, you know, a little bit of a tough spot for Tennessee, but I think I think the number's short. I mean, usually that kind of signals that like, hey, maybe you need to dive deeper into this game, and, you know, I'm probably going to, but right now at first glance, um, I think the Vols cruise here. You know, I just think LSU is a team that's still overrated in the market, and they haven't hit the floor of how bad they are with Brian Kelly.
2: I'm very curious, Mark. In college, what have you already played?
1: Um, Well, let's talk totals, right? I I took Michigan-Indiana over 59, right? So um, this is a matchup, again, michigan sputtered a little bit against Maryland, like, you know, we're supposed to go out there and answer a ton of questions and Maryland's been tough. Now they get Indiana 107th defense um, in college football below teams like Nevada, Buffalo, right? Really bad defenses, right? That's Indiana's defense. But you know, what people don't realize or might not realize on the surface about this Indiana team is they run tempo faster than anybody else in college football. Um, there were only two weeks this year where they didn't weren't number one in plays per second, um, and those weeks that they were not number one, they were number two. So um, you know they get to they, you know they get to the line of scrimmage, they run plays, and in this matchup against Michigan, you know all that's going to do is give Michigan short fields because Michigan is going to be able to get stops. Right, we know like we know the Indiana offense isn't great, and is suspect is. You know, Michigan's defense looked against Maryland. Like, I think they get stops here. That's going to give them short fields, turnovers. All that's going to lead to an over, um, I think, in this game. So, you know, typically you don't go to the Big Ten to push your money in on overs. But I think this is one that's definitely going to hit. This game will probably finish in the 60s.
0: Mark, talk to me about TCU and Kansas. Game day is going to be in Lawrence this weekend. Do you think the Jayhawk magic finally runs out this week?
1: I think it does. I I really do. And you almost kind of like hate to say it, but TCU has been tough this year. I mean, listen, they put it on Oklahoma. I think he scored like, what was it, 41 points in the first half or something like that. So we saw, you know, Sonny Dykes offense kind of take a little bit of time to, you know, get get going there at TCU. But now it seems like it's in full swing. And I think that this Kansas defense, You know, might be a little bit leaky. Um, It just seems like one of those spots for TCU. I haven't bet it yet, but it's definitely a game that I have on my radar. It's going to be so much fun. So you want to watch it. So you want to make sure you have, you know, at least a little bit of action in there, maybe not go full unit if you're unsure. But um, I like it, and I do think it's a spot where TCU can get the job done.
2: One of the games I'm very curious about really quickly, and it's a game there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on, is Alabama A&M. You know, A&M hasn't looked good, but they always play Alabama close. They are in Tuscaloosa. Bryce Young, questionable. What do you make of this matchup?
1: Yeah, I think that this might be the first ever mercy rule in college football, to be honest with you. Like, you have, you know, we saw what happened in offseason, you know, with Saban and Jimbo Fisher, and I don't think Saban forgets that stuff. And, you know, he has the far superior team, and the thing is, with A&M and, and I bet a and M a a lot this year and, and won some questionable bets against Arkansas and Miami ended up on the right side, even though they didn't look as I thought. And I just kind of waiting for Jimbo to open up the offense. And I thought to change a quarterback that Max Johnson was going to do that, but it hasn't. And I just, I don't think this A&M team has the firepower. I took Miss state last week, cashed that. And uh, I don't think that they can hang. Like obviously if Bryce Young's not there, um, it's going to be a little bit tougher for them to cover this kind of big number. There are times in which I worry about Alabama not being motivated to cover these big you know, spreads, but I don't think this is, is one. I think that Saban's going to stick it to him pretty good. He's going to score as many points as he can in this matchup. And even if Bryce Young can't go or, or goes and has to come out of the game, we saw last week, they have enough weapons on that offense to score a ton of points against good SEC defenses. So, um, I like Bama at a later point. I'm I'm probably going to be laying it with Bama in this one, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, Mario, this is the game we've all had circled for a while now. October eighth, Bama and A and M. We get to finally see it. Thanks, as always, for dropping by, Mark, and for the insight. Good luck to you this weekend. I can't wait to see you on Sunday at MGM National Harbor. Indeed.
1: Yes, I'll definitely stop by. So I'm excited as well. Thanks for having me on.